Camp, Camp, Camp Radio. Camp Radio. Camp. Welcome to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. Camp Radio, discussing trends and issues that will encourage ministries and churches in their efforts to impact people for Christ. To learn more about TN Baptist Camps, visit us at tnbaptistcamps.org. Now, today's Camp Radio. Thank you for joining us on Camp Radio. My name is Kevin Peerage, and I'll be your host. Today we continue our series on What If, and we have with us John Parrott. has been with us the last uh, three times uh, with our podcast, just dealing with this topic, What If. And today we're going to be talking about, in today's church, that's challenged by a culture that we're living in uh, to really stay in the walls of this church and not go outside of that. And John, we want to talk a little bit more about what that means. Well, as, as in the times which we're living now, it does appear that now with the media, the secular media and the culture, there's a challenge coming forth that, you know, you can believe what you want to believe, stay what you want to stay, but stay in your group and do that. It has no place, you know, in this culture because so many in the culture want to uh, attempt to define what we're trying to say as hate or you're bigoted or whatever, when really that's not the case. And it's more important, not just what we say, but what we do. But as it was in the early days of our country, if we go back and study history, it actually became the responsibility of preachers to inform citizens of the country about the things that were attempting to take away the voice of the church and truth. Uh, They stood in their pulpits. Now, I know we're cautioned about you can't get there and advocate this political person that, but I will be the first to to remind us there's nothing, absolutely nothing that says we can't speak to the issues of the day. Now, here's what it will require. It will require great moral courage to do that. Everybody likes to be liked, but some things that we would need to address would not necessarily cause us to be the hero of the day, but it's the truth of the Word of God. We cannot allow the man of God to be silenced. Mm-hmm. We stand firm that prophets of God, preachers of God must be able to say, thus says the Lord. So we have to ask ourselves, you know, who should educate our nation about the moral issues of our day, which we're seeing every day? Who should educate them? Should it be the government? Should we rely on the government to educate us? Uh, should it be Planned Parenthood that educates us? Should it be the media? Mm-hmm. Well, I personally want to say, no, the church has the same responsibility to address the issues of the day just as prophets of old did. Mm-hmm. And they did. You address the issues of the day. Now, it may put you uh, in a dungeon. It may cost you your head or whatever, but they knew they must address the moral issues of the day. So who's going to speak? For example, and, and I don't mind saying this, if it's the issue of abortion, who's going to speak for those who cannot speak? If it is not those who value life mm-hmm. as God does and the moral principles of that, who's going to speak for them? Who will address the issues relating to marriage and mm-hmm. family and what that is? You see, we've watched politicians, and sad to say, some preachers and citizens trample underfoot God's call, even to be sexually pure. And we got this new term we've coined today, you know, about the progressive Christian. Well, I don't have time to get into that, yeah. but, you know, all we need to embrace everybody and everything and everybody just get along and that kind of thing. But it's our responsibility as people of God to call our nation back to God and scriptural purity. And if we don't do that, Kevin, who will? I mean, we've got to accept the gravity of the thing. The Christian faith is under attack, and it's being attacked by institutions of academia. It's being attacked by the media. So the idea of diverse acceptance in religion 
and worshiping at the altar of political correctness is creating a terrible darkness. And if we don't speak up about it, who will? And there's more and more pastors that I've talked to that says, you know, I, I have been vocal during this time, which I have not, never had before. No. They're and, seeing and what we must do. It. Realize that someone has to say something. Somebody must speak up. Now, we don't have time to get into it, but it's like drawing a target on your back when you do. Uh, but it must be done. And, and what the world doesn't seem to understand, too, in the church, there are no perfect people. These people are perfect and do everything perfectly. But they are called of God because God's son gave his life for all of us. So we preach the truth. We remind ourselves of what that First Amendment said when it said Congress will make no law respecting the establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. The purpose of the First Amendment was clearly to keep government out of religion, but not to keep religion out of government, that we value the moral in what we do. So the church needs to be concerned about the political process. Sure, we ought to be concerned about elections Mm -hmm. and who's elected. And we have a voice and we have a right. But I I constantly remind people, too, and I've said this often the last little while, I I, got everybody got to understand, I do not trust in the White House. I trust in the Father's house. Right. And that's the only place I can trust. And and that's no indictment on anybody. It's just as a Christian, I know where the real help lays, right. uh, where the real help for the nation lays. And Jesus Christ is our hope. Now, I'll say this, and, and I'm going to finish up. If we go to jail for preaching the truth, we just might find a Peter or Paul there because that's what happened to them. We need to pray for revival in our land. I was reading in my devotionals this morning in Samuel when he leads the people to cry to God because they just can't whip these Philistines. I mean, the wickedness is there. And he says, we, we've got to, re- we got to repent, renew ourselves in the Lord. And there's a revival segment in there where they go and pray and admit they're wrong, admit they haven't done what God told them to do, forgive us, restore us. So they literally pour out water mm-hmm. before God. I'm pouring out my life, fill me fresh and anew. And God says, through that and their obedience to him, then you're going to win a victory over the Philistines. And they don't win it with their abilities either. They win it with God's hand, you see, and everything. So they learn that. If we come to the New Testament, what we're facing is, and Lutzer talks about this in his book, that he really believes we may be in the middle of the church of Sardis today. It's a church that has a name that it lives, but what? You're dead. And I'm telling you, you've got a few things that are holding on. Don't lose those. You know, but rise, rise back up. So he appeals, you know, to the church to what? Repent. That's the word you see so many times in the uh, New Testament. In those churches in the Revelation, they're called upon to repent, Hmm. to return to the Lord and be obedient and and to stand in the truth. And so he's calling us to that same thing today. And uh, I want to take uh, just a moment as a close and let me just allude to, and it'll be on our segment of sharing together. There are some books that I've used that Hmm. I felt are real helpful to me. And so I'm going to mention those real quickly in the author's Probably most of this is still something you can find on Amazon or yeah. somewhere. It's out there. <laughs> yeah. The titles. I, I I just got this book. It's a it's a good book. Erwin Lutzer's written a book. We will not be silenced, in which he talks about helping us to understand Marxism, socialism, and what has come on the country and where it's coming from. Why it does what it does, and why they're trying to do what they do. And over against that, what does the church need to be and do with that coming on the culture? There's a book that, that John Rossano did some years ago called Letters to Timothy. It's a great book for pastors to understand church function and what we do. He, he's got a renewal book on that called The Pastor's Handbook. Rossano did that one. 
which addresses more of the politics and the things of the day. Where does the church play into politics? All these things are going on today. There's a book called The Peacemaker, A Biblical Guide to Resolving Personal Conflicts by Ken Sand. It's been around a long time. It's a good book about how to deal with conflict. Another book by Kenneth Hall called Antagonist in the Church. You know, how do you identify and deal with destructive conflict? Uh, Eric Geiger, we're familiar with this book. It was given to us in TBMB, How to Ruin Your Life. They're starting over when you do. Pastors fail. Mm -hmm. And you're living in a culture now that relishes that when it happens. See, I told you about these people. And then Silent Issues of the Church, Carl Lundquist talks about things like the uh, different sexual practices of the day. Church is strangely silent about this. Doesn't say a lot about it. Repentance, The Saint in the Society by Don Boone. Living Out of the Overflow, a copy I gave you of Richard Blackaby, How to Get Intimacy with God. And the TBMB and its its uh, resources as well. Great resources. Great resources in the midst of a pandemic. Then the final thing I'll say is we need to strengthen the generation. I just bought six Bibles for my teenagers, my grandchildren, and apologetics, trying to help them understand how you defend the faith when it's going to be called into question and what the things they will say. And so I think apologetics are going to be important to us. Peter talked about it, being ready to give an answer. Amen. The hope's in you. Right. I'm going to stop there and, and have this final prayer that's in Luther's book. And we'll let this be our close of the day. And I think it's a good prayer. And I think it's something we all need to remember. It's not very long, but here's the prayer and we'll be finished. Lutzer wrote this prayer, a prayer all of us must pray that we will not be silenced. And here's what he prays. Father, give us renewed honesty as we ask you to search our hearts. Let us resolve to live fully for your glory, suffering as need be to prove your faithfulness in our lives. Let us not fall into the sin of self-righteousness. Let us always temper truth with love and a listening ear. Let us not allow Satan a foothold in our lives. And may our sins be severely dealt with through repentance and accountability. Let us be among the remnant that has not soiled their garments, but will walk with you in white. Until that day, let us be faithful unto you. And let us bring as many as possible with us as we travel the narrow road and let us hold up our Savior so that the world may see Him as their great hope. Thank you for giving us this privilege. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And that's a good word. Isn't yeah, that's good right. word. Thank you, Kevin, for the just the opportunity to spend some time with you. You're welcome. John, I appreciate you coming and sharing. And and, and it, that is a delicate thing that uh, pastors have to, to uh, navigate during this difficult time. And it's it's not a time that's going to end. It's going time it's going to just multiply. Yes. And, and pastor has to be educated, reading material and getting people's opinions and ideas and to know how they can educate their church and to prepare them for what's ahead of us. Amen. Spend time with the Lord and spend time in the Word more so than ever. That's right. Well, thank you also for those who are listening to us on uh, probably on uh, uh, iTunes and uh, or if you're look you're listening to Google Play or possibly SoundCloud. If you will leave a comment with us, we'd love to hear from you or just follow us. Also, if you have any questions for John or what we do at TM Baptist Camps, please send us an email at ccinfo at tmbaptist.org. Until next time, I hope that you look for opportunities to start a conversation about Christ with someone you know. Thanks for listening to Camp Radio, a podcast production of TN Baptist Camps, the official camps and conference centers of the Tennessee Baptist Mission Board. 
This and other episodes can be downloaded from tnbaptistcamps.org. The ministries of Carson Springs and Linden Valley are supported through the cooperative program and gifts received through the Golden Offering for Tennessee Missions. For more information, visit tnbaptistcamps.org.